it's uh, been quite, quite interesting the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? And I didn't mention anything last week because I really needed to get more centered about all that's going on. And, you know, I see a lot of my friends very upset. And some are choosing to see things one way, and some are choosing to see things another way. And it would be easy to fall into one or the other, wouldn't it? When you think about, well, this is absolutely the way it is. And when you really go beyond that, which is what it took me to do because I had to move beyond what I was thinking and realize that ultimately we really don't know a lot of things, but we can assume or judge or, you know, this is where being neutral is one of the best things we can do when things happen and try to stay in that position. That doesn't mean I don't care. That doesn't mean I don't have love. But the more we attach to something, the more difficult it is to say, stay centered. So when people post things that are negative or say things, they're not being centered. And I'm not attacking them. It's easy to get passionate. Good for you for having passion for what you believe in. But at the same time, I would prefer to be neutral. Call me Switzerland. I'm going to be neutral. I'm channeling my inner Switzerland. Come in. Come in, Switzerland. Because I think that's uh, the only way to really get through any of this. There are a lot of things going on right now, and I think most anybody that is calls himself a light worker or somebody that's here to be part of a change realizes that um, this is all what's meant to be. And in the long run, it's going to be for the better. So I have friends that are light workers, psychics, mediums, and it seems like they're split. Some are taking one side, some are taking another. And I don't think they're seeing the whole thing. And I'm guilty of that as well. But I did step away and look at this and said, I've got to look at things I don't want to look at. So I can get an opportunity to see all sides of this. And then maybe it gives me perspective. And then maybe I step away and remove my emotion from all of this. And I can just be and allow things to be. When we choose a side, Obviously, you know, sometimes that closes off the potential. And I think that's why we have so many disagreements now is people don't think other people are listening to what they have to say. And this is where frustration comes in. There's many things we can learn about the protesting and even what's going on with the looting that took place and how people view law enforcement. You know, first of all, let me say that I don't believe that law enforcement, all law enforcement are, um, like some are alleging that they're all racist. I've, I've known a lot of law enforcement, so my opinion, and maybe it's wrong, I can say that, is that I've met some really good people. And then I've also met some maybe that weren't so good. But, um, 
you know, people are, they're, they're in every walk, every field. There are people that are going to be that way. So I don't like the idea of labeling a whole group of people and saying that everybody's this way. So a lot of people will say the protesters, maybe not so much the protesters, but, you know, there are those within that were within that were, that were causing trouble. And some are saying that these were paid to be brought in and steer things up to either cause hatred or cause people to turn against the protesters. And I could certainly say that could be the truth. We don't know 100%, do we? Do we really? Oh, no, I've got these reports here. Well, okay, maybe. Maybe you do and maybe you don't. And the whole thing, really, the way I'm looking at it is, I don't know any of it 100%. And I really know that all of us play a role. And sometimes you play the role of the villain in order to make great change. So we want to hate these people that play the role that, as we see, call them the villain. Yet many of these people have really helped us, and they've done it for the greater good. Outside of their body, they signed up for it. We forget that. We lose sight of that. So instead of hating and being angry, we should really love them for making a huge sacrifice because they've chosen to take on the wrath of everybody. And so I look at like the police officers involved in this, and you, you wonder, what, why would they do that? They had to know that somebody was, was filming them. Some people are saying it's staged. Maybe. I'm open to all possibilities. Some people believe that these were part of a mind control project called uh, MKUltra. Certainly, I could believe that is possible, but I don't know. Some people say this is racially motivated. I don't know. And that is, in itself, I might upset some people, but I'm just being honest. I don't know, and, and neither does anybody else. Some people say that this was deliberately, they were trying to deliberately murder this uh, George Floyd. I don't know. I can't read their minds. It sure appears that was the case, but again, I don't have 100% proof, so I don't know. And if I can say all those things, that it can help me back away and make me not necessarily get all riled up and choose a side and be angry. Certainly I was upset, and I felt the anger. More, My problem is I feel everybody's anger. I don't know what it is. It just comes over me. And it takes me a while to clear it. This was hard to get rid of that. There were things I, w I was upset with, the police, uh, just the officers involved, not all police. And then I was upset with not the protesters, but the, the way that these people were getting violent that were brought in. I believe they were brought in. Um, I don't know if it was left or right. You know, there's sources saying whatever. But I was angry with them for what they were doing to other people and other people's businesses, their livelihood. And it almost appears like they, they want anarchy. And it almost appears that they want to um, destroy and bring things to a grinding halt. Now, I know there are many out there who know that we have to make changes. 
and there will be a lot of these things may no longer exist. A lot of the things that we hold dear may no longer exist after once we evolve more. But I don't agree with us doing it, you know, destroying things in order to bring about the change. It has to be done with love. And so I guess my only comment on that, follow what you want. Let your heart lead you where you think it needs to go. If you feel the need to be part of the protesting group, then good for you. If you don't feel that need, then don't feel bad about it. And if they call you a name because you don't agree with them, then don't. You know, words only have power if you allow them. So here's a great opportunity to let go of those things. And if you don't agree with somebody, you can politely disagree. And if they get angry with you or backlash at you, you let it go. Because when you think about it, does it have any power unless you give it power? It doesn't. You know, I'm very centered now. Maybe a few days ago I wasn't as centered because I was seeing things, and it's so easy to react, and I try to avoid watching media because that is just going to feed into it more. And, you know, I've heard these things before, like I've said about, you know, many, many years ago, things like this were going to come forward and that much of what we see in the news or even on, you know, through Internet probably could be doctored to get us to think a certain way. I still believe that, but I'm not going to go into all of that because this really isn't about what I think. It's about what you think. And I find that people are very angry and they've chosen one side or the other and they are willing to get in arguments with other people. And I think, what do we gain by any of that? In the end, let's put it this way. If your life ended tomorrow, would any of this matter? Would any of it? You'd say, oh yeah, well, I get to the next place. I'm going to tell them how bad it is down there. (laughs) And I would say to you, okay, maybe you're right, but I don't think so. I think when you go to the next place, you go, wow, what was I thinking? There's only one thing. And that's love and pure joy. Yeah, I see the earth's got some issues, but this is part of its metamorphosis, metamorphosis, where it's going to, um, where it's going to change. So even people that play the part of the villain, like this police officer, have love for this person. I know some people don't want to hear that, and that, I'm not trying to rally up. But you know love is the answer. Because they're playing a role. And if I'm wrong on that, then I'm wrong on it. I'll admit it. And those of you that might... I've heard people say that this guy was no saint. um, And not that he deserved to die, but he shouldn't be a martyr because... Well, he didn't lead a very good life at times. And, you know, I don't agree with anybody really being a martyr. The message should be the word that we listen to. We often put people on a pedestal and we idolize them. And really, we should, the message should be the most important thing. But if you want to make someone a martyr, go ahead. It doesn't matter. 100 years from now, or whenever I leave this planet, I'm not really going to care. <laughs> not that I don't care, it's just not going to matter. So I think we need to get past all of that. What we're seeing is this outrage with people. And I don't think it's just about Black Lives Matter. I mean, right now, that's what the focus is. But it really is about deep within ourselves, 
Again, I could be wrong, and I'm not trying to undermine or cause division with anyone. But really, what this is all about is we also recognize ourselves in this. And by that I mean, we have been enslaved, I believe, I could be wrong, but we've been enslaved for thousands of years by beings who I will not give any power to, so we're not going to really mention but these beings have controlled and manipulated and and we know this. We know this coming here. That this and some of us came here to break that up. And some of us came here to just I want to finish out my cycle. Or I've never been here before. And so don't get angry with if people aren't on board with what you believe or part of your movement. Don't. It's about love. Some will want to be on board, and that's great. And I would also say any movement that you follow, if it's not based in love, 100%. That's up to you, but I wouldn't be a part of it. Mm -mm. If it's not pure love, you know, if it's telling people that you don't understand this and you don't understand that, what difference does that make? And at the same time, there are those people that are attacking this movement. And again, they're, they're reading sources that may or may not be accurate. So again, we don't know 100%. I have a pretty good idea, but I don't know 100%. And with that being said, it helps me just detach and kind of be a silent observer. And really, if we want to make a difference, shouldn't we be sending love? to the people that have done horrible things, but also to the people that have been through things. Send love to the whole world and hold that in. And could that change things? Absolutely. I think it would change everything in a heartbeat. I think what you see right now is people are tired of their voices not being heard, and many feel that they have been treated poorly because of their race. And I have no doubt that that goes on. And many people want to be also blame the police for everything. And I can't believe that's completely accurate. Like I said, I know people, I base a lot of my truth too on, on interacting with people face to face. And granted, anybody can mislead you, but I find there are more good officers out there than not. So... There, there certainly could be um, racist people within any organization. And there certainly could be those, especially when you have power, that abuse it. So all of it. Everybody's got a little bit of truth. But everybody maybe is being played a little bit too. So it's like we're fighting with each other instead of realizing this is my opinion and I could be totally wrong. Instead of realizing that there's someone over there that is doing this on purpose, they want us divided. And my attention turns to these beings that are, what I call them, absence of light, that have been pulling strings for a long time, and they don't want us to notice them. And when we start turning our love towards them, 
they get smaller and smaller. It's like they feed off of the negativity. And the more we feed into that, the more powerful they become. And I'm not saying this to upset anybody. It's, I just think that's what's going on. I could be, again, <laughs> I've stated for how many times, I'm willing to admit my ego doesn't need to be right. So, you know, it takes truly an open mind, I think, in all of this because it's easy to latch on to what we think is a truth. And it may not be. It may be completely false. Are you ready for that if that happens, that you could be completely wrong on things? Um, if we so hang on so tightly, it doesn't open our heart to see other things that may be going on or open our mind. And, you know, we all have things that we, we all judge things in our life or at least discern about them because we have to have some point where we see things in a certain way or we probably couldn't function. You know, we have to have an understanding of the world around us. But also remember that the more you say whatever words you use, whatever thoughts you hold on to, whatever emotions, just remember you're going to get more of that. Isn't that how it works, the law of attraction? So if you want to see things in a certain way that paint a negative picture, and I'm not saying you do whatever you want. It's just that if you keep holding on to that, you're going to get more of it. Whereas we can focus on love, and we can focus on compassion, and we can fo focus on being less judgmental so that we, we allow everybody to say their peace. Even if people are angry and yelling and upset, we allow all of that. And if you don't want to hear it, walk away. And if they get obnoxious, walk away. And if they're filled with a little hatred, walk away or just send love their way and I wonder how things would would be different if everybody did that you know I also wonder how Martin Luther King would have handled this because he seemed to from what I know I mean certainly history could have portrayed him wrong we don't know his every thought um, but I don't I just wonder how he would have dealt with all of this and leading people. I think once the looting started, he would have pulled away and said, let's go home, which is maybe what people should have done. Um, they had their right to express themselves, but maybe they should have walked away when they saw negative things coming up. I'm not saying that's the absolute answer, but that's what I would have done. I would have walked away and got out of there because I wouldn't want harm to come to anyone over a protest. Some people say, though, that then you would be shutting down the protest. Well, you can always go back and do it again. Do it during the day. Things are not going to happen during the day. So, you know, it's a choice you make, and it's always done with the greatest respect and love for others. You can express yourself. But like I always say, if you don't do it with love, then I probably won't listen as closely or want to be involved. And to each their own. You know, we have a choice. We all have choices. And by not being involved, that doesn't mean I don't care. I just am not going to 
follow things that I know in my heart are not singing to me. I'm going to let it go and still cheer things on from a distance with the highest love and integrity for all. I don't wish to attack anyone. I see some of my friends doing that and posting things. And I'm sure it's out of frustration. And this is on both sides of the aisle. I have friends that are, like I say, over here and over there. And I'm not disappointed. But if you're truly here to serve, and that's what you claim to be doing, then by posting certain things that attack one side or the other, you're not helping. You're only adding fuel to the fire. Like my friend John would say, you don't put out a fire with gasoline, you put it out with water. (laughs) Water would be love. So this is what we're getting. But this is really, you know, I think we're meant in a way to go through all this rage and this anger to get it out of our system. And I also believe this is the first step of many steps that is going to take us to the next level. If this many people turned out, and some people say this was organized, and I don't know, could have been, that it was premeditated, could have been. But let's just say that these people got upset and they came out together the ones that didn't cause problems, just because they felt the need to speak their voice. That's pretty amazing. And so the next thing to happen will be, I believe at some point, we're going to want to take back our sovereignty as beings. We're going to want to be able to have complete freedom. And by that, nothing... You know, the earth is claiming its freedom back. I believe we are as well. So the next, maybe not the next one, but somewhere down the road, there will be a big protest demanding that we no longer are controlled or limited by the devices around us and all these other things that are going on. And then the truth will come out at some point. And I think all of us will probably be shocked, even the so-called enlightened ones, at some of the things that probably have been going on. I can't prove it. The only things I can tell, tell you for sure are things that I've witnessed, like anybody, really. The only things we can 100% say, and even then, some people could say, well, maybe the event was a false event. You were manipulated, controlled. Anything's possible, right? So ultimately what it comes down to is what are things we really know for sure that exist? I know that love exists. I know that from my parents and the love that I've felt from others, this wave of powerful, pure joy energy, that's what I define source or God as. And that's the love of the universe. For me, that's very real. I know that ghosts exist, I've seen them. I know that UFOs exist, I've seen them, I've seen aliens. So those things are very real as far as I'm concerned. They've been proved to me. Now there's been friends of mine that have seen other things as well and they're good friends and I trust him. So I know there are other things probably that are real. But outside of that, we really don't know 100%, do we? 
unless we were there to witness anything that is going on. So I guess, you know, follow your heart and do what you think is, is right. And um, I'm not telling you what to do, but I know for me, for my own sanity and all of this, was to step away and detach and not try to judge and, and look at it from a perspective of what do I really know? What do any of us? It's so easy to see videos on Facebook or YouTube or maybe news outlets and, and think there's the truth. And then we try to find things to back up our truth and we don't maybe look at the other side, what they have to say. And in a way, it's a blessing because I see both sides and why people are so passionate. And again, I would say that I see truth in what you're saying, at least some. And I see maybe that, well, again, we're avoiding the ones that I believe are truly calling the shots on all of this and creating. And if they didn't create the event, they certainly are trying to manipulate, in my opinion, manipulate the event. So that's all I have to say. It's, it's out of love, you know? And I'm glad I'm in this place now because it took me a while to get back to it, to get centered and to feel joy. And to me, that's what love is. And so now if somebody comes up to me and says something that eh, maybe is, you know, accusatory of people without having a lot of evidence or racially biased or whatever the case may be. You know, you can look at them and you can just allow them to speak. And you don't necessarily have to offer an opinion unless they ask. And then I'll be glad to give them an opinion. Otherwise, otherwise it really doesn't matter, you know. And I know what I believe. But that doesn't mean I'm not open to other possibilities. And I'll never learn something if I don't even take the time to listen to what others have to say. How will I ever gain any wisdom? By at least not exploring that possibility. I feel it's, that's the course I want to take. Listen to as many people who have many different things to say and come from different areas, you know, different angles, how they you know, there's, let's just use left and right. Some people want to come from the left. Some want to come from the right. I want to come from the center, be in the center, so I can observe what I think are good things on both and maybe some things that are not beneficial and try not to judge. And that's not an easy thing to do. It's really returning to that state of love. And really, you know, I think we can also look at this and say this is designed to keep us in fear because they feed off of it. So are we going to give in to that? Are we going to add to it? Or are we going to choose not to? And some people would say, well, then you're not committed to anything. I'm committed to love because love is the most powerful force in the universe. I could be totally wrong, but I do believe that if we all could tap into that 100% ability we have, our brains, I believe, have been tampered with, our DNA's been tampered with, and 
we are limited beings when we're supposed to be unlimited. I just read an article, Queen something or other. I'm reading articles every day, and this was talking about the the pyramids, and this queen was connected to the Egyptian rulers, and she was with a a race of beings that came here to give intelligence to the planet. And again, I, I listen to this stuff, I read it, I think it's certainly possible, it makes sense. And then they left. And now they return again to try to help us because they see that we're finally ready to expand. And they do this gently behind the scenes. But this article talked about you know, many things that were brought forth in our technology that were ancient wisdom, and that sure seems, you know, how the pyramids were built, why they were built, what they were really used for. And when the gods left, if you want to call them that, when these beings left that were more advanced, mankind again starts going in upheaval. Mm-hmm. And it's really because there have been energies on this planet that were allowed to have control. And these energies have enslaved us, some say for over 26,000 years because it's part of a cycle, an agreement that was made. And not to judge anybody, you can have your way. That'll be fun. This'll be great. And then it's like, this is not so great. (laughs) We want to change. Mother Earth says, I don't want to do this anymore. And many of us go, yeah, we don't want to. And some of us go, but I want to. I want to still live in a world like that. Well, then there'll be a place you can go, but it won't be here. Do you understand? Yeah, okay, I'm good with that. Okay. And many of us go, great. This is what we've been working for, for a long time. So if it's true that like the Mayans talked about the 26,000 year calendar cycle and, and many of the, if you want to call them new agers, light workers, the um, metaphysical people, psychics, have said that this was the end of the old age and the beginning, the dawning of the new age. Um, and... With that is going to be a lot of turbulence. I guess the only question that I have is I don't know how long this is going to take. Is it something that's going to be instant and we'll see it in our lifetime or is it something that's going to take hundreds of years? I don't, again, I don't know for sure. I can only hope or think that it's going to come soon. And what we're witnessing is the beginning, still beginning stages And, you know, it could happen in an instant. I will say that, you know, we had the COVID-19. It shut everything down. And I was thinking maybe people will see things differently when they come out of it. Um, And maybe that's why so many people went out in the streets. But I still see people uh, doing some things. I don't want to say it because then it becomes reality. But doing things probably they shouldn't. So... Maybe we need more wake-up calls. (laughs) Maybe we need more. Maybe this is just the first two of many coming down the pike. Get used to it. It could be a bumpy ride. And then I was also reading another article written by 
I think an enlightened master, I don't recall who it was, but they talked about, this ascended master said, first of all, that one, in the beginning, your bodies were designed by the Elohim and some other ones that they were never supposed to get old. They were never supposed to get old and die. I really believe that that makes sense to me. And over time, we were willing to change that belief and allow others to manipulate that and manipulate our bodies so that we don't have full consciousness. And that's what keeps us from doing all those things. So we no longer want to be enslaved by that. We want to be free of that. Is any of this making sense to you? Because it makes total sense to me. <laughs> and then it also talked about how a master, how would a master react to the protests and the riots and all of the things going on, COVID, and they said a master would neither be for nor against. And you say, how can that be? Because they're detached from an outcome they may support, they'll support anything that walks in love. Um, but will they get completely involved? I don't know. I per perceive it as every one of these original groups that come together have good intentions. But we have to remember that there are dark forces entrenched in a lot of different things. And so when you take something that's good, the intention, it can get hijacked. And so I guess I would, I'm very leery to want to dive into anything without really looking it over. And it still may have my support in thought, energy, and love, which to me is as good as anything but I'm not going to. And when you deal with a group of people, there are many different energies, even if you're all there for the same thing. And some may not have the same intention. So that's another thing I, I would caution. But, you know, again, follow your own heart. Do what you think. If you think it's necessary to protest, then do that. I admire that you have this fire in your belly. And if you feel that the attack on police officers is, is wrong, I admire that too, because you're standing up for your own experiences, and you're really saying that, you know, nobody should be judged, you know, without, you know, even if somebody's done something. We have to understand the higher perspective. So I would look at what happened with George Floyd and the officer Chauvin, um, I would say that they both chose this before they came here. And many people would say, no, no. And they did this, they both did it to wake up humanity. If That would to me would be the simplest. Now some people could say, well, you know, we can choose things before we come here or we draw them into our lives. And I say, yeah, that's right, that's certainly right. But more often than not, when you have a major interaction, I think it's part of something that was pre-planned. And it's to serve the greater good. And so both of these beings, from my perspective, which could be completely limited, should be honored for taking on those roles. Hmm? 
we're not ready for probably to put that. If I suggested that publicly, yeah, I don't think people would be too happy with me. I'm not saying the action that I endorse. I'm saying the love that we have before we come here for one another is unwavering. And it makes us willing to play the role of somebody that will be detested. I think Judas is a good example of that. And I don't believe everything they said about Judas. And I do believe, you know, I, always, I started thinking, why would he turn in Jesus for a little bit of money? He could have anything he wanted when he was around Jesus. And maybe he was even convinced by Jesus to do that. Reminded him, this is the role you agreed to play. I know some of these things, I'm not here to upset anybody. So if those things I said, I truly have no intention of doing that. I only have, an, I'm sharing what's in my mind. And I thought maybe during all of this crisis right now, we need to calm down. And some of you think, well, we've got to do something about this. I know. I felt that way too. We've got to do, things have got to change. But getting worked up about it, <laughs> it doesn't help. I don't believe. It doesn't help my health. I can guarantee you that. My stomach gets all whoop, nutted up. It always settles in the solar plexus. And then, you know, it's like, I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel love and joy. So that's where I'm at right now. Back to feeling that way. I found my way back to center to be in balance. And if you're interested in how to do that, to me, it's about letting go. Letting go and realizing that you maybe are wrong, that maybe there's much more going on than we're aware of, that none of us completely know. And maybe, you know, it's all going to come forward. So feeling the need to warn others, I understand that. We feel the need to let people know, like I did with the COVID thing. I presented some things, which, you know, I kind of look back and think, should I have done that? Well, it's because I heard those things before years and years ago. But I don't want to paint a certain picture. And I feel, you know, we all have to take, we all have to bring in what sits right with us. And nobody should really push too hard on anybody. We all need to have our own choices respected, right? Now, if somebody is trying to hurt you, I think you have every right to defend yourself. And I think if we understood how the masters do it, you wouldn't have to use a weapon. You could just use love. And if, if really focus love, it would be like the most powerful energy. And it would knock somebody off their feet. But see, we don't understand how to do that. But I think people do have a right to protect themselves. But again, you start getting into the mentality of, well, I better go out and buy a gun. It's like, okay, well, now you're giving in the fear, and now you're, you're almost creating this. So what should I do? Not fear. Let go of fear. But if somebody still were to try to attack you, which you know it's not going to probably happen if you truly believe, but you could be put in a situation where things could happen, and maybe you don't realize this is you meant to have this experience for soul growth. So all of these things happen by design um, to help each of us 
hopefully expand and then shift our consciousness, which is what's going on, you know, the great shift of the ages. We forget about that when all these things go down. Go down. And we look to the media, some of us maybe, I don't know how many people do. A lot of people say the media is fake news, and I'm glad... I'm glad people at least are seeing that potential for that. I'm not here to run down the media or to uh, judge the media, but I've been around it enough. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. To see how the game is played. So there may be people trying to get the truth out. There may be people that are just going along with those that tell them what to do. In the end, again, we really don't know for sure, do we? Mm -mm. So, channel your inner Switzerland is my message this week. If you want to do that. If you want to find a little peace and joy in all of this. And become neutral. And it's amazing. When you become a neutral observer, things that maybe you blocked before start to come through. And you can at least understand why people feel so passionate on either side of the aisle. And then maybe you don't have to judge and just offer love, not an opinion. Hope you're finding peace and hope you're finding love and joy. Thank you for listening. And feel free to let me know what you think. And if you want to come on and talk about anything, you're always welcome. Thank you.